brought to you almost live from the dude in the basement studios. Why? Because that's where the good stuff is. It sips, suds, and smokes with your smoking host, the good old boys. Suds, suds, it's time for more suds. Oh, it is definitely time for more suds. Welcome to this suds episode, everyone, where good beer meets bad radio. Greeting and introduce host. God, we gotta stop again. Jeez. <laughs> All the time. Still having issues. Huh? Hey, welcome to <laughs> Sip Suds and Smokes, <laughs> where where everything good in life is worth discussing. I am one of your hosts here at the table, good old boy Mike, and joining me here at the table is good old boy Dave. When you're getting sick. After a night's drinking, that smell is all over the room. <laughs> yeah, that is a that is a very good explanation of good old boy Dave. That smell is all over the room. I think that is a, that is a t shirt all into itself. Smell of awesome, isn't it? Yes, <laughs> smell of awesome. <laughs> also join me as good old boy Kendall. This is a great way to wrap up 2018. Maybe my best beer year yet. Hmm. I was uh, I was thinking that. Uh, they were going to revoke your uh, Cicerone license at the end of this year. So I'm glad that we've kept that in tow. <laughs> they hadn't you yanked know. it yet. They probably won't. <laughs> yet. I think that's the key word is yet. So hopefully you're not listening to this. Also joining us for this episode is Reverend Mark. Hey, it's so good to be here and to talk about the beer that's coming down from on high. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> you know, when he's here, he's all here, isn't he? It's just funny. Yes. Uh, also, is good old gal Juliana. Hiya. How about that? So happy to be here. So uh, this is definitely a lot of our uh, original host group that uh, has been doing the Suds episodes for quite a while together. So Sometimes shocking, always controversial. He deals with topics that the other talk shows are afraid to touch. That's right. He pries, he pokes, he digs deep. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know what kind of malt you used in that beer. <laughs> <laughs> What kind of bugs are in your beer, boy? Well, it's almost time to say goodbye to uh, 2018. And this is our best of Suds episode. It has been... It was a very good year. <laughs> very much so. It's been a great year for the show. I can't begin to tell you how great uh, this season six has been uh, for the show. So, uh, And we have so much going on to talk about beer breweries and events is what we're going to cover uh, on this show that really stood out to each of us this year. But before we get to that, our Suds segment is brought to you by Stuff and Things. Do you like stuff? Do you need things? Well, come on down to Stuff and Things. We're having our Black Friday sale this weekend. We have more stuff than anyone and our things are so competitively priced. Stuff and things, things and stuff, stuff and things and stuff and things. Now, with more stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, before we uh, get into everything today, we want to tell everybody what we're going to be doing. I have asked Reverend Mark 
in his best uh, geatri- geriatric mode. <laughs> what? <laughs> to uh, share the Suds ratings. Why her. would he be the one to do it in a geriatric Who, mode? I don't well, sign up for Medicare until next year. <laughs> <laughs> We've wow. spent quite a bit of time in nursing homes, so I figured just with the, uh, the aura of experience, we would be able to pull this off. Reverend Mark, tell us what we're going to be doing today. Okay. Well, I'll do my best here. Are you listening? Hello? (laughs) Okay. We will be discussing and rating these beers with the Suds ratings plus our signature mm, belching sounds. Quit that, Aunt Louise. (laughs) (laughs) Which end of the port did that come out of? (laughs) Both. (laughs) The head of the tail. (laughs) Okay. Here's how the ratings are going to run now. Uncle Henry. Now, please. Now, it whatever you think, just say clear and simple. Number one, that sucks. Give me anything but a bud. <laughs> All right. That was wet. Ew. <laughs> All right. Listen up. Listen up. All right. We're not playing Scrabble anymore. You can't spell anyhow. So here's what it is. Number two. Was that a belch? Okay. Now, I know that this should really resonate with you, especially after you have had your Metamusics. Number three. Ah, what a relief. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh... This is the one, folks, at, at the uh, Golden Slumbers Nursing Home. <laughs> What's the orientation class for that looks like? We'll cover that in a second. Golden Slumbers, feel your eyes. Oh, <laughs> what a great song. <laughs> Beers await you when you rise. <laughs> Wow. That's our next sponsor. <laughs> really our last sponsor. <laughs> okay. Uncle Walter, now number four, we're saying this to you. A body should really not make that sound. And number five, if you've hung in here this long and haven't gone to sleep already, <laughs> listen to that hang time. Give me another. Yeah, I definitely want the welcome video for that nursing home. That's for sure. <laughs> Golden slumbers. Golden slumbers. You know, I'm feeling that is a YouTube video all by itself. You know, yeah. So I'm sorry, but you cannot watch Jeopardy more than twice a day. Okay. So um, thank you, Reverend Mark. So uh, we're uh, going to go around, um, around Robin through our, uh, our host here at the table. We're going to talk about three things today. What's our favorite beer from 2018? Uh, we're going to talk about some of our favorite breweries, and we've gone to a lot of events as well. And we, so this year, we actually we thought it, we'd talk about some of our favorite events. Sometimes it's a festival, sometimes it's a bottle share, sometimes it's you know just a lot of you know wide variety of things. So um, up first is going to be good old gal Juliana. She's going to talk about her favorite beer, her favorite brewery, and her favorite event. Her favorite three beers, her favorite two events, and her favorite seven. Yeah, she's going back through her beer diary, like you know, <laughs> blazingly fast. Yes. No, um, number I am, one of my top of my top five. Well, I have 
many loves <laughs> in my life, but I am. That's why we put you first. It's yeah. only a one hour show. Yeah. But I am going <laughs> to limit it to just one. Oh, so, wow. Whoa. Unprecedented. Oh, my goodness. Hold the phone. I know. Hold it. Please hold it. <laughs> well, there may be an honorable mention thrown in. Or, or seven. Something. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, here we go. Okay. So the beer that I brought today to share with everyone is one that's really near and dear to my heart. It's called Whippoorwill. Um, it's from Fontaflora. Yay. Yay. Mm, which um, they're from North Carolina. And I was introduced to them this year. So this um, particular thingy is a <laughs> thingy dingy. <laughs> We're trained One ringy dingy. Please, you know, <laughs> do not use the term thingy as that is uh, copyrighted That's for subsistence. Uh, pretty yeah. specific. Sorry, 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 sorry. Okay. It's in uh, the BJCP and, and yes. uh, you know it's, it's in the back. Okay, it's in the appendix. Twenty-three this... A is thingy. <laughs> Sour thingies. Yes. It's a Oat special. Thingies. It's a special. It's a Julieism, right? Oh, don't forget about the, uh, you know, barrel age thingy. Yeah. Oh, that comes later. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so this is an ale that's brewed with oranges, coriander, and earl gray tea. And nice. Ooh. This is going to be a theme of yes. the day. That's all I got to say. You know, definitely. Earl gray tea? Yeah, for sure. Okay. So my love of tea is longstanding, but... This year, it seemed like... Including Mr. T. <laughs> wow. Let's see. Let me write that down. <laughs> I show, pity the fool who said that. Show went off the rails at 11 minutes and 37 seconds. Actually, oh nine, minutes <laughs> nine minutes and 51 seconds. Yeah. Thank oh, you very much. zero minutes and two seconds. make sure I knew exactly yeah. when that moment happens. So. Oh, yeah. You'll know. It's no, flagged. Oh, yeah. It's flagged. Come on, girl. Drink my tea. <laughs> Yeah, here we go. <laughs> but I thought that this year I was able to find a nice variety of ales brewed with tea that were really good. I mean, in years past, it's, you know, a little uneven and unbalanced. But this year I just found so many that were just so spot on and so cool and very inspiring to me. Anyways, as a home brewer. So this year was terrific. It was terrific. Mm, yeah. <laughs> can't believe I just said that. Um, thank you. Thank you very much. You're welcome. So I'm, of course, rating this as a five because it's outstanding. It's a beautiful saison. There's just enough tea flavor. There's a little bit of citrus in there and the coriander, and it's just an absolutely stunning beer. Great beer. I think it's lovely. Yep. It's beautiful, but you're going to kill me when I tell you this reminds me of Fruity Pebbles. <laughs> what? Oh, geez. You're dead. It's it's a really? bright, fruity beer. Yeah, I'm picking that up. But hey, I'm, I've got a weird palate. But Kendall loves Fruity Pebbles. I right. do love Fruity Pebbles. So I have to confess, I have totally been crushing a ton of Fontaflora beer. I thought um, he was going to say Fruity Pebbles. <laughs> I was too. I've been eating know. Fruity Pebbles so, for like three uh, days straight, I, I, man. I've really been enjoying a lot of great beer from them. And uh, I'm sorry, did you play Sudge rating for that already? Oh. oh he five. didn't, five. but I, yeah. That's it was a five star. Yeah. Thank you. I love Fontaflora. And I have to say that probably one of the beers that really struck out uh, with me and almost probably hit my struck out or stuck out uh, stuck out uh, was uh, their blackberry beer. Um, I want to say it's uh, Julia is the name of that beer. 
really great uh, beer. A ton of the uh, those beers they've stuck in cans uh, that they've been distributing in cans. Really, really uh, fabulous beers. I enjoyed their uh, their saison uh, that they had. Uh, it is definitely a, uh, a brewery that I've really enjoyed quite a bit, and the Whipper Will is uh, really fantastic. Um, yeah, you're going to get to hear the world Earl Grey again. Well, we'll be back. Yep. <laughs> Hey, welcome back to Sip, Suds, and Smokes. On today's episode, this is the best of Suds 2018. Which was not hard to find. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, a little bit of applause here. You know, sound effects guy. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, So uh, we're actually going through three things today. We're actually talking about our favorite beers, our favorite uh, breweries, and our favorite events that we've gone through. Juliana had just gone through her favorite beer which is from Fontaflora called the Whippoorwill. And we were just chatting a little bit about tea and how it's really difficult to kind of pull off well with beer in general. This is definitely a really great example of, you know, how it can be done well. Yeah. What's your uh, favorite brewery? Well, so I told you I had an honorable mention. Oh, I'm sorry. You have additional beers to discuss. (sighs) Hang on. The honorable mention, which I don't have in front of me, is leading into the favorite brewery. Okay. See how I'm doing that there? Yeah, there's a logic. Okay. It does not. (laughs) Dork. Okay. So. So the beer, the, the honorable mention, stop, <laughs> put the finger away. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Honey, that's there's... a sound effect all in and of itself. We have company. <laughs> What's the safety word again, Dave? <laughs> Pineapple. <laughs> oh, okay. So the beer that I wanted to talk about as an honorable mention is Hutla Coche. What do you mean? No, it was it was so rad. I'm surprised you were able to say it. I know. It was yeah, it was cool. So this is a saison that um is brewed with heirloom corn and then um cool fermented in oak with a mixed Uh, culture. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the brewery that I'm talking about is Plan. B Farm Brewery from Poughkeepsie, New York. So I was at the Fontafora Fest. State of Origin. Or State of of Origin. Otherwise known as the State of Origin. um, With a couple peeps. And this was such a big standout for me. And then I got to talk into the guys that, well... The couple, lady. yes, the couple that was there, and I just was really enamored by what they had. Everything that they brought was extraordinary, and it had such a cool vibe. And I mean, I grew up near Poughkeepsie, so I I would go there a lot as a kid, because um, I had relatives there. So it was kind of like near and dear to my heart, and just knowing that they have this, just this beautiful space. Um, I can't wait to go visit them next month. But I thought. They're doing it right. And in a day and age where everything is so corporatized, they're doing the right thing, and I really want them to succeed, and I'm really proud of them, even though they don't know me and I'm not family. So there. Yay. Cool. Uh, Any more beer you want to mention quickly? No, that's it. (laughs) All right. What's your favorite brewery? Them. Plan B. Plan B. B. See how I melded that together? Very cool. So what's your your favorite event? (sighs) Oh. 
Dun, dun, dun. Okay, that one was tough because we have actually gone to a few things this year. But what I wanted to talk about was something that sounds like it should belong in the workplace for me, but Nerex. Oh, the cask. Uh, which is um, the New England Real Ale Exhibition that is held every spring in South Boston at the South Boston Lithuanian Club. How so, rad yeah. is that? Wow. She, she just wow. like The second stuff. floor of the South Boston <laughs> Lithuanian Citizens Club, yeah. Duh. Okay, like, so. Uh, obviously. So this thing, I'm going to admit, I had low expectations going to this thing. Because I really didn't know what to expect. And okay, real ales are a very underrated but extraordinary beer style if they're done well. And I was thinking, well, certainly there's going to be a couple of duds here. Like, not, it's, it can't all be that great. And they're probably not going to have a lot. And it's just going to be really weird. And it's in a small space and it's just going to be crazy. Okay. It was weird. Hmm. That's a great event. It wasn't that weird. Well, there was some, it was weird. Okay, but it was extraordinary. Some of the best beers I've ever had, cask or otherwise. Oh, my literally. gosh. I mean, every style imaginable. There were IPAs that were cast that were absolutely stunning. There was a, a session beer yeah. that was so flavorful. There was a My two, mind was blown. There was a 2.8% brown ale on cask. It was one of the most flavorful beers I've ever had in my life. It there you go. So oh. tremendous. It's not always about uh, the ABV. Yeah. I'll tell you sure. what doesn't you can work. Drink that all day. Yeah. Cascale mm -hmm. no saison, problem. not a thing. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. No. 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 One of my uh, favorite events that I really enjoyed for a long time was actually the Cast Festival in New York City. Oh yeah. Um, <clears throat> and unfortunately, they stopped doing it. I don't know what happened, but. Um, Actually, uh, in uh, New York City is probably one of the few areas of the country that you can get cask, you know, um, beer on tap. There's a lot of places. Quite a bit, there, you know, yeah. on regular. Uh, Blind Tiger usually always has a cask um, at the Beer Authority. You know, they usually always have, you know, a, a cask there. Several uh, tourists uh, usually has a, a cask, um, you know, sitting on the bar. Really uh, not an uncommon, you know, activity at all uh, in the city and I think once you've you've really enjoyed, you know, um, a cask ale, it's something you really always want to come back to. But yeah. when you're in a room full of like 70 or 80, you know, or even 100 cask ales, that's cool for sure. It was, it, 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 I, I can't say enough about it because the entire wall was just row upon row of yeah. casks. And the people there were so enthused about it. Like when, when you're around people who love cask ale as much as you do in real ale yes and, mm -hmm. and cider and they're just like talking about it and yeah, enjoying it's all it. gravity yeah uh, gravity pour too you know? yeah so no uh, no pump no co2 no nothing yeah. no but the no, coolest the most respectful was, people you know, were there and yeah. and really they were you so enthusiastic yeah yeah oh wow we're going back hey. next year too <laughs> well, if you want to go know. next next april we're going we're yeah well, let's move right along to uh, good old boy Dave. What's your favorite beer? 
What's your favorite brewery and what's your favorite event? So speaking of cask ales, my favorite beer this year was a cask version of the Hazy and Juicy IPA from uh, High Wire Brewing Mm. in Asheville. I was there. That we actually had at Black Abbey in Nashville during uh, the uh, Craft Brewers Conference. So I didn't have any of that to bring with me. I did bring a double dry hopped version today, the Hazy Juicy hoppy smacky or uh, <laughs> hoppy fresh and um it's not quite what the other one was um but the the mouthfeel the juiciness of that beer in the cask was freaking amazing yeah and if i remember correctly you two uh emptied the cask yeah we, we totally got the last did. bit yeah <laughs> yep. um so it was, it was kind of a it was this was during a craft brewers conference in uh, nashville um, this year and uh, we were at Black Abbey and it was kind of funny this was actually from the event that was prior to when we got there and they yeah. just happened to have these casts that were sitting out in the tent and you know of course Dave and I are like cast hounds and we're like what's that man yeah um, I see a fool yeah I see yeah. you're still pouring stuff out of there so um, yeah uh, we both got a glass and we looked at each other and like <laughs> you grab the cask <laughs> I mean, yeah, it was just so amazing. It was like it, and it looked like a glass of orange juice. It I, was I felt so like cloudy. He, somebody and had just like stuck my head in like a giant pile of hops and said, "Okay, inhale." You know, yeah. it was so good. It was amazing. I love that. Beer. Yeah, was, and, I don't know so much that it was really their ability of crafting a an amazing beer. As it was just. The freshness of that moment and those ingredients really just came together. Sometimes you're in the right place at the right time. I think that was a lot of it. it Yeah. You know, that really kind of came. But I would definitely give that beer a a five. Cool. So my brewery is actually a place I've never been. Um, I've been to a lot of really good breweries this year. Went to Trillium, went to Treehouse, The Alchemist, went to The Vale, uh, Vossen, um, Vanish, you know, the Answer Brew Pub. I've been to a ton of really good breweries this we year. We all have been to a lot of breweries this but year. But yeah. I've had a couple of beers from a place in Pittsburgh that I'm I'm loving on, and I am dying to go there, a place called Dancing Gnome. Wow. Oh, yeah. Um, and their, yeah. their IPAs that I've had are just some of the best I've ever had, and I can't wait to actually visit it at some point. Um, I had Spy Dolphin and uh, Mosaic Jam, uh, two of their IPAs, and they're just phenomenal, and I would love to actually go there. So that was my brewery of the year. Santa cool. may yeah. help you with that. There you go. <laughs> uh, so what was your favorite event, good old boy Dave? So, Nearax was amazing, but since Julie stole that one, we got to go to a, a, an event uh, courtesy of good old boy Kendall because he couldn't go, and he gave us a couple of tickets to Circus Brew Circus, <laughs> which was a craft beer festival slash circus. And I got to see... Um, beer there were fire. no. So, here's the thing. There were no <laughs> real clowns. Thank you <laughs> so much. Thank Other you than yourself. <laughs> You know what? <laughs> Maybe you need to go back to the nursing home, Grandpa. Um, but they were like girls eating fire and juggling fire and spinning around and all kinds of stuff and uh, and a ton of really cool beer. Was the show distracting, Dave? Was um, 
Nothing distracts me when I'm drinking beer, Mike. Like, you know, yeah. watch my hands. Here's a great say sign. Uh, no, no, no. There's <laughs> like, oh, there's that girl eating fire. Woo, that's cool. Wow, this um, is a great ESB. Yeah. Now, there were some not so great beers, but there were some actually very solid beers. A lot of local but beers. It was that. more yeah. than that. It was the cool vibe of the place and seeing something beyond the normal beer fest. You know, I mean, you. Every beer fest is We a, see each other all at the normal yeah. beer fest. Well, but every so you're beer fest I need to bring the fire to the next one. Um <laughs> if you're going to eat it, that'd be cool. <laughs> but but every beer fest is like a circle or a square of tents where people line up to get beer, right? Well, they had that. But they also had people performing and doing like crazy incredible feats of, you know, everything and it was and it was just a nice extra thing that made the event so much nicer and so um i would say circus Bruzerkus was my event of the year cool wow. excellent hang on a second i was writing something down uh uh dear left please bring clowns to winter warm okay yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i don't fear them i just hate them <laughs> Well, is there a group therapy if class I feared, for that? If yes. I feared clowns, I couldn't sit across the table from you. You know, creepy clowns, that's just a uh, redundancy. Right. Exactly. Oh, for sure. Oh, grown men wearing makeup. There's nothing wrong with that. Oh, mm-hmm. that can We've we covered <laughs> definitely some uh, good ground uh, already with both great beers, great breweries, and great events. Next up is good old boy Kendall. What was your favorite beer for 2018, favorite brewery, and favorite event? My favorite beer for 2018 is... Uh, it was a very good beer, but it's more for sentimental reasons, and that is the Sweetwater Woodlands. It was a very good year. <laughs> the Sweetwater Woodlands Curtissimo. Yeah. Oh, which, yeah, uh, dude. Great beer. Those of many people in the beer community know of Curtis MacArthur. He was an amazing guy. He was yes. the Tennessee rep for Sweetwater, and he um, left this planet untimely on January 1st, 2014. Super yes. nice guy. Wow. We, Super nice. We miss him greatly, but Sweetwater did an amazing beer. Curtis's favorite beer were Oud Bruins, and they did an Oud Bruin that had been blended uh, blended from uh, beer aged in bourbon barrels and wine punchins. Oh. And it was a it was a really nice beer and a great tribute to Curtis. And they called it Curtissimo. And that was my beer of the year. And it's just five stars all the way. Yes. So uh, we had a, a chance to uh, have this beer. The entire cast did. <clears throat> Actually, uh, Sparky is... Uh, um, actually represent distributes uh, Sweetwater. Um, and uh, it was really great to get a, a bottle of this early on. And, uh, and it was really great. Uh, there was a local event um, to introduce, uh, you know, the beer in the Nashville area as well as in Georgia. And uh, it was really great to um, spend time with a lot of Curtis's friends again. And each, you know, and the thing that uh, was really so amazing with Curtis, he was just a master at bottle shares. Oh, he was the best. Oh, my gosh. You know, he just knew how to bring it in a way that uh, it just can't be emulated. Um, I've been to hundreds of bottle shares, and the ones that Curtis threw were just, they were over the top. Amazing. Yeah. He actually lived around the block from me. He lived in my neighborhood for a few years. So I got to attend some epic ones in his home. But yeah, an amazing guy. We miss him very much. It's mm-hmm. been almost five years since he's gone. And um, just, you know, it's it's a wonderful uh, memory of him in that beer. Well, it's a tribute that he's, you know, he's gone, been gone, but we're still talking about him. 
You know, yeah. that's that's a big thing. Uh, so the Sud Brun was uh, it was a really great beer. I got to talk to the brewer uh, from the Woodlands um, quite a bit about the beer, and uh, you know, I think that it definitely had a very strong uh, Flanders overtone to it. Um, so if uh, I thought it was a bit more acidic in the bottle um, itself. In fact, when we all had uh, some of the early bottles, uh, that was a definitely the one thing that caught all of our attention. We had it on draft, you know, at the event, and it really was amazing on it draft. Was, it was different bottle to draft. It was completely, yeah. a lot of the uh, acidity uh, had tapered off, and the way that it uh, was served up on draft was it was uh, really amazing. This is definitely a bottle. Uh, so they're uh, they're served in small three seventy fives, um, and and I would definitely say if you can get your hands on one of those and throw it in the cellar for a year or two. I think you're going to be rewarded on the back end. Take yeah. a moment to both enjoy the beer as well as uh, the memory of Curtis. I think that would be uh, definitely a worthwhile moment Absolutely, uh, to remember both those. So really great beer, Kendall, all the way. What was your favorite brewery? My favorite brewery was uh, kind of a surprise. We were in Richmond, Virginia, and there's mm. so many great breweries in, in Richmond. The, in a massive rainstorm. Yeah. It's a yeah. great area. I would encourage you to go there from uh, – small breweries like Triple Crossing and a few others to Strange Answer Ways. Brew Pub, Strange Ways, uh, to Bale. massive breweries like Stone. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, yeah Stone say that's is there. Yeah. It's a Palace really cool Point place. is there nearby. Are they close? In Richmond, Virginia. Mm, I don't think they are. I'm not sure, but yeah. anyway. I was just in Richmond. Uh, no, I was just oh, cool. there. I was just oh, there. Actually, <laughs> they, have a, yeah. they might have put a tap room or something there. They have a brewery. Oh, grandpa, wow. Grandpa, right, it's right okay. Out, <laughs> no, no, no. Right, right outside of Richmond. That's anyway. We'll get to that. Okay. Well, yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. I didn't you know that. I've never been there. You whippersnappers. So, but my favorite brewery. We were uh, doing a brew tour, and uh, thanks to the wonderful ladies at Visit Richmond, and uh, we uh, we were at the Vale, and the Vale was great. I love the Vale, but I knew about the Vale, and I had high expectations, and they they met them. Yeah. But. Down the street from the Vale was this wonderful brewery I've never heard of called Vasa. Oh, and I fell in love dude, with Vasa. Their dude. beers were so good. They had like a smoked peach sour. Smoked blood peach oh, that's right. sour. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, just all their beers were wonderful. That Kind of a Nordic theme to it. Yeah. Uh, just beautiful beers. Great tap room. Cool people. Of all the breweries I've been to this year, Vossen, I think, was one of my favorites because it was such a great surprise, and it was excellent. <laughs> so uh, I've seen a lot of sign language here. Oh, oh we were just checking on time. That's oh. all. So uh, Vossen, really great brewery for sure. Yeah. And, you know, they fit totally, in really- uh, Totally uh, furnished by Ikea. By yeah. The <laughs> They fit in well into the uh, Richmond uh, brewing scene, which I agree with you. It's very lively. Um, and we've really had the chance to cover a lot of breweries in Virginia through uh, a number of activities. Um, the only uh, the only brewery we haven't covered is the Virginia Brewing Company, which is Jonathan's, you know, from uh, namesake from, yeah. you know, I mean, this is somebody we homebrewed with for five years or longer. So I really hope we get around to covering um, Virginia. Uh, we'll get him. Company. We'll get there. But Vossen is a really great choice. And I'm so glad that whole trip was uh, really good um, on the on the back end of the beer bloggers conference. And they sure. ran puck out of there. Yeah. So that was cool. Hey, we'll be uh, <laughs> right back in just um, one minute. 
<laughs> hey, welcome back to Sip, Suds, and Smokes. Uh, this is good old boy Mike. I'm hosting the Geriatric <laughs> Hour here with uh, Robin Mark. This is the Best of Suds 2018 edition of Sip, Suds, and Smokes. Uh, Kendall was going through a couple of things, and we're about to get to his favorite events. Now, there's a nomination process here. Yeah, I mean, I, I said earlier, 2018 was my best beer year ever. So much good stuff. Started with uh, Can uh, the Canarchy Festival at nice. Craft Brewers Conference. Me oh, and yeah. my buddies threw a little party. I was at the park for like 16 hours a day, four days that week, and it about killed me, but I loved doing it. Mm. Had a blast. Um Dogfish Head, wow. Got to see the brewery in Milton, stay at the Inn in Lewis Beach, nice. go to the brew pub at Rehoboth. That was a wonderful part of the pre-conference for the beer bloggers. Post-conference, I've already mentioned Richmond. Megan, Aaron, and Juliana took great care of us in Richmond. Uh, all of those were wonderful. Richmond is almost at the top of my list, but I've got to say the greatest thing I did this year in beer uh, personally was I took a little trip to Miami. I, oh, where I went to uh, a distributor down there. I sat in a room all day, and I took the advanced Cicerone test, and I passed it. Yeah. yeah. That's what I'm talking about. That was my uh, greatest beer event of uh, 2018. That's pretty cool. dang nice. good, man. Yeah, that was pretty I dang agree. Good. Uh, really great, uh, really great uh, achievement for you, for sure. And I... Uh, and we'll try not to uh, diminish any of that uh, going forward. They, yeah, they, <laughs> if they hear this show, they might pull it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I would personally if I was running the Cicerone program. Well, if they didn't pull it during the Zima show or the uh, Boone's Farm show, I wasn't on the Boone's Farm show. Oh, okay. But oh, I, did do, I did do the Zima show. You All did right, do so the malt liquor to, our, show, though, too. Our though. most popular episode of the entire <laughs> season is absolutely hands down the Boone Farm episode with the story of Trixie. <laughs> the Trixie. Mark. Oh, my gosh. I have tried to explain this. Murder. This, this, <laughs> my this children episode. won't even talk to me I've now. never even seen a rabbit's head float that far down the cover line. I mean, seriously. I You know, there are so many stories. Just bobbing. Little bloody head bobbing down the river. <laughs> so all I have to say is... is wow. Uh, so, <laughs> Some of my, some of our favorite episodes uh, came out of the summer series. We've done a different summer series um, every season. We've done lawnmower beer, we've done boat beer, uh, we've done, um, and this year was the summer of questionable decisions. Uh, good old boy Dave came up with this uh, production idea. It was fabulous. It was such a great run of so many uh, fun topics that we will never come back and revisit. I swear ever, we ever, will ever, ever do that. So that Zima show is absolutely yeah. We one. have had a pretty good year ourselves. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but definitely check out the, uh, the Boone's farm episode. Yeah. Uh, one of the most, uh, amazing moments on radio. Got history. a lot of comments on that one too. Totally, yeah. Yeah. A real trip down amnesia Avenue. <laughs> <laughs> Well, next up is Revan Mark with his favorite beer, his favorite brewery, and his favorite uh, event for 2018. All right. Well, I've got a favorite beer and maybe a um, honorable mention, but we'll get to that. My favorite beer, and it just kind of came upon my palate about a month ago, uh, and was a, a local draft product uh, that uh, the local draft house happened to have on hand just very fleetingly. And it was the Founders Old Curmudgeon two, 2015 edition. Wow. Oh, yeah. the 2015. 2015. Nice. 2015, yes. Wow. Yes, the draft. And so 
that's my favorite beer, but the story, you know, sort of Wait, expands from there. Wait, what style is there. That's, it's, it's an it's, old it's, ale. It's an old ale. Okay. Yeah. And it's basically, it's like right at 10% ABV, about a 50 IBU. Uh, and this just poured in a beautiful ruby kind of amber, just opulence. It was amazing just to, just to, just to look at it. But I would compare it somewhat to like the Great Divide hibernation mm. or Avery's Old Jubilation yeah. as, you know, kind of a benchmark um, kind of varieties there. It was very oaky. It had a vanilla aspect to it. It was toffee. There, it, it got more complex as it started to warm and open up. Sure. But side by side, they also had, and this is the same beer, but it was a kind of a spinoff, as you know, the better half, mm. which of course starts with the old curmudgeon, and then it is put in bourbon barrels for 254 days. And at that point, there's maple added in, and of course you and, mm. and you have molasses from the previous uh, concoction from yeah. from the old curmudgeon. So right. you've got maple molasses. in the cask with molasses. And what I liked, especially about the better half, which is part of the curmudgeon, it's kind of, you know, just its its uh, offspring, yeah. is that it had such a heavy mouthfeel. Yeah. Oh, and sure. it, it, to me, it was just the perfect, perfect winter warmer. And, and actually, because I had two small snifters of it, and I was not in a place to be drinking much beer that particular <laughs> time of the day. <laughs> It was so good. It was just, yeah. you know, it's kind of like the one beer fix for the rest of your life. Like if if I like go back out on the street and get hit by a bus, this is great. This yeah. is great. <laughs> this has been a really good day. It's like hard to swallow because it's so thick. Yeah. 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 Really great beer. And uh, this is an annual release from Bell's Brewery. I'm sorry. Uh, Founders. From Founders. I'm sorry. Uh, from Founders. And uh, I would definitely encourage everybody to... Uh, Check this out. It comes out, uh, you know, it's a seasonal beer. Uh, so uh, KBS is another seasonal uh, beer that comes out from Founders, a slightly different time frame. This one actually comes out usually in the November, uh, December time frame, but a really great old ale any, any uh, time of the year. Um, Founders loves making those really big beers. They do. Uh, you should go back and uh, check out uh, a really great episode that we did on uh, the entire Founders lineup called there's no Grand Rapids in Grand Rapids. <laughs> and uh, we really covered a lot of the lineup. But this beer was actually not on that episode because of the seasonality for it. And I uh, would encourage you, if you happen to see that um, on tap, definitely check it out. It's a great old ale. I love that beer. And it does change a little bit, you know, from one year to the next. So yeah, yeah. I would uh, definitely say if, it, if that wasn't your jam for that year, come back. Um, you'll have to tell me where the 2015 was. I'll have to swing back around and get. Yeah, this, so. there were there were actually three different years, yeah. and that was the one that we really fixed on. Uh, so nice. All right. Yeah. So, what's your favorite brewery? Wow, that's got. Now, I, I haven't really been traveling much this year, and that's that's a whole backstory I won't go into. So, I've been a very local person, and so I just want to give an homage, you know, sort of to you know what's going on, uh, kind of in my backyard. So. I don't know. I've, I've got like three listed here, but I, I'm going to have to give a, a shout out to to Bearded Iris. I, yeah. I really like. Yeah. It. I really, really, really like sure. what they're doing. Uh, I've got a, a 
a, a friend who is an author who's just uh, launched a new book that's going to have a book signing there this week. Oh, cool. And uh, which has nothing to do with beer and I guess everything to do with beer if you're you're there to, you know, uh, talk literature and, and drink good beer. But they, they just, to me, it's the place where wherever I go regionally, I'm seeing that they are on tap and people are saying, Oh my God! I can't believe that we just got this. They are and, Nashville yes. beer to the and rest so, of the country, and I say, "Hey, I'm from there," and they're going, "You are so lucky." So I really, for whatever reason, and we could list the reasons why. I just think that uh, mm. they they have really put us even on the map. Even they've more caught so. fire right now. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm going to start with uh, Kayvon and Paul. Uh, I can't think of a greater partnership between the two of them, really making everything you know happen there at, at Bearded Iris. You know, this is a place you'll find a bunch of our cast members hanging out, um, you know, almost on a weekly basis. I think Drew actually has his own chair, you know, at the uh, at the uh, uh, tap room for sure. And, you know, they uh, there are a couple of uh, series that they've had over this last year um, that have been really amazing. Um, the Mood Ring series was something they introduced mm -hmm, with mm -hmm, these mm -hmm. uh, lactose-laden uh, IPAs, which... They're not my jam. Okay. The last one was tasty. Yeah, um, and uh, the fruited, uh, the fruited lactose IPAs, which I really been difficult for me to wrap my head around. Um, but a lot of people love them. Um, I'm sure it's a style that you know may come back around for a lot of people. The the V fudge people. Yeah, really like that's that one absolutely. Fantastic. Their stouts have been yeah. uh, really amazing. Great milk stouts. Great, uh, mm -hmm. and uh, it's it's been a really great brewery. Um, so uh, they've just recently expanded into Georgia. Congrats! Yeah, um, nice. be sure and check out their launch at the Brick Store Pub. Uh, cool, you know, yeah, if my, you, uh, which my is favorite tap up. room in Georgia, if at I, least in uh, Atlanta. Yeah, I drink many more of their beers. I will expand into it's Georgia. Actually, uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good sipping zone. Uh, the Brick Store Pub. So be sure and definitely uh, check that out. What's your favorite event, Reverend Mark? Again, it's I'm going to go local, but you can't really do much better than Newit Bells. Let me tell Newit Bells. Newit Bells. Uh, yeah. oh, just yeah. fantastic, fantastic. We went together. We yes. had a great time. Yeah. It was a great evening. Oh, it's just such a great pairing of Belgian beer, Belgian inspired beer, collaborative projects, and you know just the local culinary. And it's just a, a night when it all comes together. And um, it was my high point in the middle of the years in June, I think, right? So yeah, it was yeah. small bites, a little and bit big beers. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you know, I, I think of the um, uh, different restaurants like the Marsh House, Lachlan Table, Urban Grub, Two Ten Jack. You know, all the great places we love here in this city. Uh, Two Chenin Pillar, may they rest yes. in peace. Well, so this event moves around the country, by the way. This is a regional event that moves around to multiple cities and actually leverages a lot of the local cuisine with local beer, as well as combining it with um, a lot of amazing Belgian, uh, Belgian beer that's available. Um, and it's really uh, it's really turned into a, a world-class event. So my hat's off to Rhizome. Uh, for putting on a really fantastic, yeah, and I even wear a suit when I go to this. <laughs> yeah, most people do. I even put on nice clothes and and take Uber. Okay. Oh, it's it, yeah. the, the crowd looks gorgeous. Everybody's yeah. dressed up. <laughs> uh, we have about uh, five minutes left here. I want to cover the uh, three things for me really quick. So uh, my top beer for this year is from Hudson Valley Brewery. Yeah. Uh, so 
Yeah, really great beer. Uh, Incandenza is uh, the name of the beer that really just captured my heart this year. Um, I ran into it at a uh, bottle share at CBC. Uh, I was managed to uh, catch it on tap at Blind Tiger in uh, New York City as well this year. Um, there's been a lot of the Hudson Valley uh, brewery beers that have been on in the New York City area. Um, there, uh, so their brewery is actually a little bit north of there. Um, but uh, that is kind of their distribution wheelhouse is in the New York City market. And so even though the Incandenza was absolutely the one that captured my attention, I've had Hudson Valley beers. I've had several of them. It's really this base sour beer. And actually sitting here while we're recording this, we're actually having Silhouette, um, which is the same base beer uh, with uh, passion fruit. Yeah. Um, Incandenza is actually uh, a sour IPA with two-row barley, raw white wheat, hopped with Citra and Simcoe in a, in a whirlpool. Nice. Please stop slobbering on the microphone. Yes. Delicious. <laughs> I'm telling you, this was a fantastic beer. The mouthful that was coming off of, of this beer, it just the hoppy nature, you know, around it was really just uh, elevating. Um, you know, if you'd asked me straight up the concept of sour IPAs, I'd probably just go, yeah, it's not a good idea. I've really seen uh, a lot of brewers really struggle with this style overall, and I really hand it to when you run into somebody that has pulled it off this well with Hudson Valley. It has the same measure of innovation the first time that I had a, a New England IPA, um, you know, that really elevated that style. And uh, I really think that uh, this will be the style that people are chasing for 2019 easily. Nice. Uh, for sure. While my best brewery is actually a brewery that we covered right here on Sip, Suds, and Smokes, and even though I was not on that particular episode, the Rally uh, Farmhouse Ale episode oh, oh, yeah. was wow. absolutely just phenomenal and amazing. This Santa Fe, New Mexico uh, brewery has absolutely knocked it out of the park. They're I'm, getting it done. I am so glad. I've I've learned an awful lot about this brewery through some mutual friends with uh, Art and Dave from Art and Dave's uh, Brewing. Um, you know, good friends. Um, you know, they've really kind of gone back to using a lot of these indigenous ingredients um, and doing some amazing things. The beer that absolutely knocked it out of the park for me, hands down, was a tea for two. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. It yeah. was yeah. our favorite beer on that flight. I've had additional beers from Raleigh outside of the ones that we had on that episode. And a tea for two is a 5.3% small batch saison dry hopped with Earl Grey tea. Absolutely out of the park. Um, yep. So... Um, that there was a suds five on that episode, and it still remains, you know, on a very short list. And I would really encourage people. Raleigh is making um, its way around and uh, available uh, in a wider distribution. So I would encourage you. A close runner up was Scratch, um, and uh, really enjoy a lot of things at Scratch. Uh, you know, this year as well. And they've expanded their distribution very quickly. My favorite event, um, actually, it went back to the same thing uh, we've gone to several times, which is the Shelton Brothers Festival mm. in, um, in Denver this year. Uh, Kendall and I uh, got to hang out, um, you know, for this event in Denver. Amazing beer. And some highlights was 
the Portocale from uh, from Portugal. The Mean Sardine yep. uh, was the name of that brewery. Um, the uh, the brews uh, uh, brew pub from Tool, uh, the Goliath Fooder. Um, you know, a beer that you can find pretty easy is the Quest Tilquin. Um, just an amazing beer that you can find all over the place. Um, Monkish Brewings increased the fog uh, significantly. Really great beer as well. So, well, we really hope you've enjoyed this uh, Best of Suds 2018. Uh, we covered some really good ground. Um, be sure and uh, we really love to hear what some of your favorites were uh, back on any of our social media channels as well. I want to thank you for joining us for this episode. Uh, for sure, you can catch our episodes. If you found us today, you can find us right back here where you found this episode today. We're on radio, satellite, and online on iTunes, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and nearly any place you can listen to a podcast. The easiest way to find the show is on your phone. Just ask Alexa. Siri or Google Play Podcasts, Zip Suds, and Smokes. We love your feedback, and you can reach us online at info at zipsudsandsmokes.com. And our daily tasting notes uh, flow out of Twitter and Instagram every day on Sip Sud Smoke, and our Facebook page is always buzzing with lots of news. Good job, Grandpa. Please take the time to rate (laughs) this episode if you're listening online. Five stars. I want to take the time to thank our co-host for being here, as well as for just another killer season six. Good old boy Dave, thank you. Hey, check me out on Instagram, at good old boy Dave, and I'm on Alexa right now. Kendall and June crush it every time on their blog. Tell us a little about your blog. My beautiful wife and I blog about the good news of good beer at beermakes3.com. You can follow us also on Instagram. Thank you. It was a wonderful 2018. Absolutely. Thank you, Kendall, very much. Reverend Mark, thank you for being here. And I will let you use a walker again. Now, listen to this. (laughs) Hey, I got another year before I sign up for Medicare. Just leave me alone. Good to be here. Good old gal, Juliana. Thank you. This has been a great year. We've had a lot of achievements here at the table and we've had some losses, but I'm looking forward to next year and all that we can do. This is good old boy Mike. Come back, join us once again, and keep on sipping. This has been a one-tan hand production of Sip, Suds, and Smokes, a program devoted to the appreciation of some of the finer slices of life. From the dude in the basement studios, your hosts, the good old boys, will see you all next time.